Welcome to the Reading Radio. I am Marin, and I'm in sixth grade at Wacom Middle School. I'm Annika, and I'm also at sixth grade at Wacom Middle School. And we're doing a book um, interview, basically, about the book Wing by Rob Harrell. And we think it's a really good book. This um, is based off a true story about a boy named Ross Malloy who has a rare eye cancer. In, bet- in between each chapter, there is a little comic strip about back- Bat Pig. The book Wink is based off a true story about the author, but instead of Rob, the main character's name is Ross. He has trouble fitting in at school because he was diagnosed with a rare eye cancer. Next, we are going to read the blurb on the back of the book wink and then we are going to read the first chapter so that you can get an idea of the book. Ross Malloy has always wanted to just fit in but when he's diagnosed with a rare eye cancer he's suddenly the standout of cancer kid of the seventh grade. Now he has to deal with an eye goo, weird hats, a squinty winking eye and the hardest thing of all disappearing friends, bullies and the threat of losing his eyesight or worse. Based on Rob Harrell's real-life experience and packed with comic panels and spot art, this is a heartbreaking and hilarious story of survival and finding the music, magic, and laughter in life's weirdness. Fun fact. Ross, one of Ross's doctors has a band called Ripe Sponge. Now it's time to read the first chapter of the book. Let's get started. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Let, the first chapter is called Let's Get Radioactive. I'm lying on a steel table, all too aware of the giant ray gun pointed in my direction. It looks like one of those room-sized five-ton laser things that supervillains use in movies, the kind they threaten to destroy the planet with. What's that music you're in, Toto Ross? I'm pretty sure the radiation tech is just trying to distract me as he bolts me down. A hard plastic mesh mask over my neck and head holds me still. They molded it to my face yesterday, and the tech struggles to click it onto the table. He scrunches his nose, pushing. Oh, anything. Whatever. I mumble through my teeth. The hardest mask does does not let my chin move much. The headache locks in, and... The tech, Frank, gives my shoulder a bump with his fist. Come on, man, if you're going to lie here for half an hour, you need some tunes. I've got all kinds. Name something you like. There are no wrong answers. I scan my brain. You could... Can you just... K-Z-A-Q? Frank stops and doubles over at the waist like he's been gut-punched. He hangs there, hanging, talking to the floor. Okay, no wrong answers but that one. He straightens up and winces at me. Seriously? You like that top 40 garbage? It's what my parents have on all the time. So dorky. I try to look away casually, but my head won't budge. Frank stares before letting out an exaggerated sigh. Fine, but tomorrow, tell me what you like, not what mom and dad like. He walks over and fiddles with an old-timey boombox on a high wall shelf next to a teetering stack of CDs and cassette tapes. Seriously? There must be a gazillion dollars worth of equipment in there, and they can't afford an MP3 player? I notice a bit of tattoo peeking out from the arm of Frank's scrubs. A lizard tail, maybe? Or a tentacle? Beyonce fills the room, and suddenly Frank is all business. I know we went over this yesterday, but let's review. 
He wraps his arms around the, his clipboard and begins like he's done this a thousand times. The journey you're on is going to lift you up and move you in place. The treatment takes 25 minutes or so. Keep your limbs and naughty bits inside the ride at all times. Do not throw things in the radiation text. Do not feed the radiation text. Do not waggle your legs around like a synchronized sit swimmer. Do not pass go. Do not hum the go-go dolls. I despise the goo-goo dolls. Frank steps aside to let another tech, Callie, I think, reach in and mold some blue clay over the bridge of my nose. She smiles at me and tells me it's to protect my good eye from the beam. Then she pats my chest. I hope I don't look as nervous as I feel, because I feel like a rabbit in a trap. My face is hot. Okay, now the important part. Frank is back. When I tell you, you're going to stare at the red X above you, the one we made over there by the big zapper yesterday. You'll see it when the machine slides at you over. The mask prevents much of a nod, but he seems to catch it. Don't move your eye off that X, or your eye'll eye will explode into a million pieces like the Death Star, okay? I let out a little grunt. Frank pulls his hand on my arm. I'm kidding, Ross. I mean, kind of. Don't look away from the X. Your eye won't explode, but we're dealing with your vision. Important stuff. So keep your eye on the X, or it could... Just keep your eye on the X. You'll be fine. Kelly steps back with a U-shaped attachment that looks like part of a kid's car seat. She fits it over my face and helps me slip the molded mouthpiece into my mouth. My teeth lock into it when I bite down, and she snaps the ends of the U to the table. Ka-chunk. The table is attached to a huge mechanical arm, like someone out of Star Trek. <laughs> my nose inches. Itches. <laughs> I couldn't move my head if I had to, and something about that makes me all squirmy inside. I feel like a bug on a di dissecting table. Frank and Callie look down at me. You good? Callie squeezes one of my sock-covered toes. Need a blanket? No, I goo. I goo. Okay, she tucks a lock behind her hair and gives me a friendly smile. Everybody smiles a lot here, probably because they can tell I'm freaking out. We'll be right around the corner. You'll do great. Frank winks. No sweat. You'll see. They walk off to my left, but I can't turn my head to follow them. The lights dim slowly as Gwen Stefani starts singing about bananas. I'll admit, it's a little freaky being the only one in here with all this machinery. All this stuff. I close my eyes and let out a long breath. It shudders as it slowly comes out, which somehow takes my nerves up another notch. All right, Frank's voice walks through a tiny speaker. We're going to get started, Ross. Just relax and keep your eye on the red X. We're about to go for a ride. After a few seconds of silence, there are loud bangs and a rivering sound. The entire room full of heavy machinery comes to life with beeping and whirling that might be fans powering up. Maybe things heat up when radiation gets going. I have no idea. When the gurney shudders, I begin to rise. Frank comes through the speaker again. Houston, we have a liftoff. What well, we, we just, just read, read was the first chapter of Wink. Let's get radioactive. Okay, I am ready for a joke. What about you? Definitely. Okay, I have a funny joke I just heard of. What do dentists call their x-rays? Uh, what? Toothpicks, like toothpick shares, you know, because all they do is take pictures of teeth. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I have a real classic one here. Why was six afraid of seven? I wonder.
Because Why? seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever could get tired of that one. Me neither. Some things we learned about Ross, Ross Malloy. He lives in Bloomington, Indiana with his stepmom, Linda, and his father. His best friend's name is Abby. And he learns guitar in the book. Now we're d- going to read some reviews that are about the book and for the book, Wink. Harold's genius is making all of it feel authentic for a 7th grader, a teenager who, like countless others, just want to be normal. Bodies change, peoples change, and life continues. It's a lesson a lot of us have been learning and relating in recent days. That was a review from the New York Times book review. Filled with the same sardonic humor and celebration of atypical friendships as of his Life of Tsar series, Harold draws from pers- personal experiments to track the wild emotional roller coaster of a seventh grader rides after being di- diagnosed with a rare tear duct cancer. That review is from Booklist. Start review. What in this book that inspired me was that Wink is a seventh grader in a school and he gets bullied because of this cancer, but he keeps on pushing and he has friends that can support him, and I think it's a very good story because he learns music and a lot of other good life lessons, and I think it's a really good book, and I read it in like one day because I was really obsessed. What I liked about this book was that it's about Ross, um, and it shows that you can have something that makes you really different from everyone else, but you can still push through and have a really happy life. Thanks for listening to The Reading Radio. Bye. Bye.